Welcome to the Infernal Mafia. That's Kayla. And that's Sarah. How are you doing today, Sarah? Uh, I I mean, we've been talking a little bit before this, and you know I'm a bit fired up, and I'm about to start some uh, drama. <laughs> but we'll have to wait until the end of the show for that. I'm trying to get Sarah to practice diaphragmatic breathing and ground herself, (laughs) do all these things. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just about to go Trisha Paytas. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Is she a real housewife? No. You don't know who (laughs) Trisha Paytas is? No. Oh, well. I don't know. Did you hear that? I definitely heard that. The cats. the cats did something behind it sounded like something fell but i don't the, know what would have fallen the cats are pissed too <laughs> they are outraged they're breaking shit <laughs> um if you hear banging on my side of the recording i apologize my neighbors are doing some a demo and i can hear it loud and clear i apologize but it is what it is you know I don't hear it. Okay. Well, I am sorry if anyone else does. Um, Today we are going to talk about... um, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle and Chrissy Teigen and how they kind of intersect with our world of infertility. They've both, in 2020, had very public... uh, Meghan Markle had a miscarriage. Chrissy Teigen had... um, She lost a son at 20 weeks. So, so what, um, I want to What category does that put her into? Yeah, so I was reading about that, and I think she lost her son right at 20 weeks, and or very close. Mm-hmm. And everything you read says, like, before 20 weeks, it's called a miscarriage. After 20 weeks, it's called a stillbirth. Or, uh, I mean, but they're not always born stillbirths. I mean, right. You know, so I don't... I don't know, like it, it, different headlines call it different things. I've mostly seen miscarriage, but it seems like more than a miscarriage at 20 weeks. Not that not that one is harder than the other, but you know what I mean. I mean, that is a no, fully I know formed what you child. Mean. Yeah, I mean, babies have survived at 20 weeks that have, have been born. 21 weeks, I think, might be the earliest I've read. Yeah. Yeah. She was having... Anyway, we'll talk about her. Is there yeah. anything else that we have to talk about before we get start into it in? yeah i don't think so other than i wanted well you said you didn't watch um megan and harry's recent interview with oprah right i've seen a lot of clips of it but i yeah. haven't watched where did you watch it uh i think i just recorded it on you know my my uh youtube tv subscription it oh, wasn't are you are you using exclusive. youtube now youtube tv yeah, how we get our cable. You used to have PlayStation View. Yes, I remember that went away. <laughs> Did you even have a PlayStation? No. <laughs> I have Sling. Mm. Still, and like every streaming service, so I need to uh, condense things. Right. So. Yeah, that's well, why it's we funny had that to you guys change. didn't even have a PlayStation though. <laughs> we just needed a streaming service. I guess Bill's not a gamer. No. Not a gamer. He missed the ship on that. Yeah, he's too old. (laughs) Oh. 
You're never too old to be a gamer. I mean, that's true. But yeah. <laughs> so what was your uh, takeaway from the interview? Oh, um, I don't, I, I guess the, 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 I don't know, the queen's racist. Is that what <laughs> I'm hearing? Uh, <laughs> that was kind of my takeaway from it. Yeah. Actually, they were very complimentary of the queen herself, the queen, her majesty. She's one of the few people they still have a relationship with. Um, Oh, well, I didn't see that part. (laughs) More the establishment. They they kept calling it the firm, which sounds really ominous and creepy. Who's the firm? I haven't watched The Crown or anything, so I don't know who this firm is. I don't know who the firm is either. And other than it's like the people behind the royal family that like make it work oh the illuminati yeah (laughs) yeah right so they're racist the illuminati is racist (laughs) oh okay well that yeah it doesn't really make sense because beyonce is a part of the illuminati (laughs) you know right 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 um (laughs) uh yeah I, I mean, What's I loved take? the. I loved the interview. I thought that I think Oprah's such a good interviewer, even though she kind of bugs me sometimes. The way she she won't, but it's good because she doesn't let people fluff the questions. She'll just keep going back, just like a honey badger. No, this is what I asked you, damn it, and I want you to answer. <laughs> um, That's how yeah. I am with my in laws. <laughs> like, do you really like him? And they're like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so your lack of answer tells me that you do not. And then they just look at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, thank you for confirming. <laughs> it takes a special skill to keep going in when somebody's really trying to avoid your question. <laughs> Maybe that's um, why people don't like me. <laughs> people love you. What are you talking about? And people love Oprah. See, you're just a good interviewer, Sarah. Um no, I just found it, I just don't, I don't follow the royals, but I know there's just like so much fascination, there always has been, and I I guess I wasn't surprised though, it just didn't surprise me, which I found a lot of people, uh, especially like black women that I follow on Instagram, were like, this is nothing new, and I was like, oh... That's sad that, because I feel like on the other side, a lot of white people I know are like, oh, the British royals are racist. It's like, I'm. That doesn't the, surprise me. The British Empire is built on colonialism, of course. Look, look they how are. white they are. <laughs> look how Hello. white they are and how powerful of a country they have become because they've colonized places. They've gone in and like been like, uh, we're just going to take this from you now and turn, you know, your culture into like British Western culture. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Yeah. Or, I take mean, all- not bye, but you know. Well, sort of. <laughs> we're leaving, we're leaving our people here, but we're going somewhere else, you know. We're going to take all the wealth and riches of your land and leave you high and dry. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye. I would, you know. Um, so anyway, I didn't, I was, I, I felt really sad for her though. Like, 
even though I wasn't surprised, I felt bad that she had such a horrible experience in the, and the tabloids are the other part of that interview that the, I guess the British tabloids are just like out of control. No, like even worse than they are here. Which says a lot. Which says a lot. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Well, um, no one takes ours seriously. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, some people do, but it's not a large enough like faction of people that it really shapes cultural opinion. Yeah, do you think anyone cares about what the Inquirer says? Yeah, no. I don't. <laughs> Even magazines like People and all those, no, like people are like, eh. I think yeah, that's one of the only somewhat uh, truthful magazines. But yeah, I think people just know they're like salacious and they'll just kind of say anything to get you to buy the magazine or click on the article or whatever. Aliens. So. <laughs> it was aliens. It was an alien that attacked the Capitol. They were all aliens. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. To let us know what you think of the interview. I liked it. Um, but I wanted to talk about her. She did an op-ed for the New York Times. And it came out last fall, like right before Thanksgiving. Where she talked about not just her miscarriage, but then also like how we as a society handle things like this. And I thought it was really well done. I'll link it in the show notes. But can I read you a few paragraphs yes tell me about it tell me all about it because I have not read it so (laughs) she she is I guess they have one son now right his name uh gosh it's escaping me now Archie Archie so that's a cute name uh and anyway she was so she was pregnant again uh they've like went through all this they moved to Canada and then the United States they stayed with Tyler Perry for a long time (laughs) that's random well they didn't he offered them security because when they left when they left England and like stepped away as like an official member of the royal family they cut them off financially and security wise so they were just like on their own like they couldn't find security well i mean the way they describe it they really didn't have a lot of financial means so (laughs) okay no he said um harry said that it just took them a while to like get settled and figure out what the heck they were gonna do they just knew they had to leave like she talked about having suicidal thoughts and going to them for help and they wouldn't help her like they wouldn't let her check into a clinic because it would cause too much you know media firestorm I mean it was really bad really really bad like in all seriousness it was bad um that's a pretty big deal that she was like I need to get help and they denied because she talked about it basically and I believe this part is true when you're a part of the royal family that you don't have any freedom really i mean you can't just come and go and do whatever you want there's no. people controlling your life i mean i think a lot of celebrities probably would feel that way 
Not that I, I feel know. sorry for them. I but. feel that way. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Can we say COVID lockdowns? Now we oh. all now we all understand what it's like to be a celebrity. <laughs> no. That is a joke. That is sarcasm. <laughs> um anyway, all that to say, they moved in with Tyler Perry, but Harry said that they he has they're fine now. They, he used his inheritance that his mother gave him and they've started like a, their own production company, like media something. So they're they're fine. They're they're plenty wealthy, but they were cut off financially from the actual you know royal British royal family. Mhm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so this is when they were they were in the States, and this was last summer. So she writes, It was a July morning that began as ordinarily as any other day. Made breakfast, feed the dogs, take vitamins, find that missing sock, pick up the rogue crayon that rolled under the table, throw my hair in a ponytail before getting my son from his crib. Go on. <laughs> Sarah's about to sneeze. <laughs> After changing his diaper, I felt a sharp cramp. I dropped to the floor with him in my arms, humming a lullaby to keep us both calm. The cheerful tune a stark contrast to my sense that something was not right. I knew as I clutched my firstborn child that I was losing my second. Hours later, I lay in a hospital bed holding my husband's hand, I felt the clamminess of his palm and kissed his knuckles, wet from both our tears. Staring at the cold white walls, my eyes glazed over. I tried to imagine how we'd heal. Oh. I know. Would you have ever been in that moment? It felt so relatable to me. Um, and she goes on, like I said, it's a good, it's a good article. It's a short read. It's not that long. Um. But she kind of goes on to use her experience to kind of describe this collective loss that we've all had this year. Um, you know, she talks about COVID deaths. She talks about, um, she even references like Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and just kind of a collective grief that we've all been through in 2020 with the pandemic and everything else that's going on. And then she uses she uses her personal experience to talk about how we don't as a society like hold each other's pain very well and even ask each other like hey are you okay um just a simple question are you okay and so i don't know i thought it was really interesting i want to read one more section if that's okay go on um okay so this is towards the end she says Losing a child means carrying an almost unbearable grief, experienced by many, but talked about by few. In the pain of our loss, my husband and I discovered that in a room of a hundred women, 10 to 20 of them will have suffered from miscarriage. Yet despite the staggering commonality of this pain, the conversation remains taboo, riddled with unwarranted shame and perpetuating a cycle of solitary mourning. Some have bravely shared their stories, They've opened the door knowing that when one person speaks truth, it gives license for all of us to do the same. We have learned that when people ask how any of us are doing, 
And when they really listen to the answer with an open heart and mind, the load of grief often becomes lighter for all of us. In being invited to share our pain, together we take the first steps towards healing. Aw. I really loved that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Are we okay? Are we okay? We will be. (laughs) Yes. Right. I love... um, just the encouragement. I, I, I haven't, I don't think I've ever said that. The idea that when you see someone else share their pain, it actually validates your own, even if you're not in conversation with them. Just someone else being open about something that they've suffered can help you move toward healing. So thanks, Megan. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. And she's, yeah, that's, I mean, the reason behind it is not nice. Right. But. <laughs> No, and I think that we are big proponents of that. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're here to validate (laughs) your pain and suffering. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. That's a true story. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh so we don't cry. That's right. It's nervous laughter, everyone. Don't judge us. Yeah. Um, she laughter. also is pregnant again, and the baby is due this summer sometime, so. Well, that's good. I mean, how many weeks do you think she is now? Uh, I, she didn't say, but on the interview, you could definitely see. I don't, I don't know when they recorded that interview, so well, I have no idea. But she looked to be pretty far along. Like 20 weeks. Probably, at, least, at least yeah 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 so anyway hope it goes well for her because that's a transition into our next topic it did not go well for Chrissy Teigen this year no because <sighs> if you don't know who Chrissy Teigen is she's uh would you say she's a model I guess she was a model first yeah and then she was a sh- show host mm-hmm. and she do you think she sees herself as a comedian probably she's kind of does it all <laughs> she's just a media personality she's, she's a media all personality around. there you go and she's, she's married to john legend and she's married i was gonna yeah she's married to john legend but that does not define her <laughs> she That's does right. troll she does troll him a lot though <laughs> she does which i love which is funny She's so refreshing that she does not take herself seriously. No. I just feel like we don't see that a lot with celebrities, that we don't see them making fun of themselves openly on the internet. And she does it all the time. (laughs) So She does, mostly on Twitter, I would say. But she did IVF. Her and her husband, John Legend, did IVF to do to um have both of their children they were what is it pgs tested embryos yeah and i think um, so she said that she was having a son before they transferred him mm-hmm. her her second child and people were like you already know what you're having that's horrible and she's like yeah we we tested the embryos that's <laughs> that's how it works and people were up in arms about that. I think you said it 
that she said because of the way she, she said something like we've got a boy in the freezer or something something yeah. like that and and people who know nothing about how this process works were criticized her for seemingly speaking so flippantly about well and they criticized her for the sex selection as well but it was i don't think it was even like that i think they have I more mean, embryos they were like, yeah, we chose to have a girl first because we just knew. But I think her saying that to us, we'd be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boy in the freezer. But, yeah. <laughs> we know how that is. I right. mean. But other people were like, what? Yeah. The you rest have of the a world. Boy in the freezer? They probably Are you were a imagining, monster? Yeah, they were probably imagining a like full full grown boy in the freezer. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna throw him in the oven, cook him <laughs> for a little while, and yeah. uh, cook him low and slow. Yeah. Yep. And so that brings us to last summer, and she got pregnant spontaneously. Which was a surprise to her and everyone else because she was like, oh, I, I was going to take my monthly pregnancy test that's always been negative. Mm. And then it was positive. Oh, I, didn't, I like, didn't. Holy crap. I forgot that it was a spontaneous pregnancy. Yeah, that's they cool. didn't even, they weren't. They weren't like, trying. Actively trying, but you know, when. I forgot what her diagnosis was do you remember um, i don't know if she's ever said mm, okay maybe not but they yeah they got pregnant spontaneously and they were like holy crap we're pregnant and then <laughs> they announced it and made a music video yeah and then after that i think she was on bed rest for a month and then eventually it led to her son uh, being born at 20 weeks. Yeah. And he did not survive. No. Uh, she was, she was diagnosed with placental, partial placental, pre, partial placenta abruption. Ooh. So it just detached? Yeah. So this article from CBS News, um, I'll link it again in the show notes, um, she was diagnosed with partial placenta abruption, which is described as when the placenta separates from the inner wall of the uterus, decreasing or blocking baby's supply of oxygen and nutrients, and it causes heavy bleeding in the in mom. So that's why she was on bed rest. And she describes, and this, I, this is what I love about her. She does not censor anything. <laughs> She just describes how she was bleeding all day, every day. She like made jokes about wearing adult diapers and how great they were. Um, and then at some point she was admitted to the hospital. Like they tried to save baby. They were giving her all these blood transfusions. And then at some point the doctor said, we can't, you know, we're going to lose him. We got to say goodbye. Yeah. So. Which is just heart-wrenching, obviously. And the idea of, like, she had to have a epidural. She did the epidural and then went through the whole birth. It wasn't even, like, a spontaneous 
um, which I'm not saying that's better or worse, but just the idea of going through the whole birth experience, knowing that, you know, you're birthing a child that's not going to survive. I just, it, the amount of grief is unimaginable. Yeah. So, um, she posted a picture on Instagram, um, a few pictures of her time in the hospital when she was miscarrying or when she lost the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to read the least part of the caption. The picture is gut-wrenching, but it captures all the feels. I don't know. It has 11 and a half million likes, this picture. Wow. Well, and as of this article, which was a long time ago. Uh, okay. We are shocked and in the kind of deep pain you only hear about, the kind of pain we've never felt before. We were never able to stop the bleeding and give our baby the fluids he needed despite bags and bags of blood transfusions. It just wasn't enough. So then she goes on and talks about they named the the baby Jack and how much they loved him. It's very it's heartbreaking. It's very touching. Um, to our Jack, I'm so sorry. The first few moments of your life were met with so many complications that we couldn't give you the home you needed to survive. We will always love you. Oh, and then I just, yeah. Um, and then she thanks people for their support. And what I found interesting about this article um, is, again, she talks about how much support she received going through this after talking openly and publicly about it and how much that helped her in her healing process. So I wanted to read a little bit of what she said about that. But before that, (laughs) she also got tons of criticism and hate for posting this picture did you know about that i was just reading that in the article oh yeah she said i cannot express how little i care that you hate the photos (laughs) how little i care that it's something you wouldn't have done i lived it i chose to do it and more than anything these photos aren't for anyone but the people who have lived this are curious enough to wonder what something like this is like these Photos are only for the people who need them. The thoughts of others do not matter to me. <sighs> Amen. Good for I mean, her. Is there anything else to say? Like, wow. No, and a lot of people, like normal people, get criticized for posting photos like that at the right. hospital and mm-hmm. like just things like that. And they're like, you're doing it for attention and blah, mm-hmm. blah. And, a lot of I think it's for their own healing process. Right. I can speak to that. Anytime you anytime you share something really vulnerable, there's going to be somebody who's criticizing you for it, saying that you're doing it for attention. It's like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my first response. I love uh like who is the person that feels the need to go on someone's, you know, she just lost her son. Who's the person who feels the need to make a comment that says, I would never do this. These po- these photos are gross. I would never post that. Like, nobody asked you. <laughs> they want attention. Yeah. It, yeah. 
You're right. The person posting it wants attention. Right. They want to be shocking and get, yeah. It's just, I don't see the point. People get a life. <laughs> I just don't, you know, whatever. It, it's hard enough when you're, I understand it's hard when you're a celebrity. She has tons and tons of support. The average person who posts something like this and then gets trolled. This is why people don't share because it's hard when you share something really vulnerable about yourself and then people troll you about it and criticize you. That's why people don't share. So maybe just keep your negative opinions to yourself. Yeah. So. Um, Were people okay, so doing that to you on YouTube? People do that to me all the time on YouTube. Yes. You were like, your videos were funny. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> I liked your videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I got trolled a lot on YouTube, but it's fine. Every it's once fine. in a while, I, every, it's fine. Every once in a while, I would clap back if it was really uh, egregious and report the person. <laughs> yeah. You you were very creative on your YouTube. I know we're going off on a tangent, but like your TTC YouTube stuff yeah, yeah. was all very creative and funny and like interesting to watch. And I think there's some people who get it and then there's people who don't get it. And then they're a-holes. <laughs> then they're a-holes. I just got weird comments from men on mine. Yeah. I'm sure you did too. Every once in a while. Ugh. Show me your feet. <laughs> anyway, we digress. I um, have another thing for maybe a bit of out of the box that has okay. to do with TTC YouTubers. Maybe. Okay. Or maybe save it for the next one. Okay. I don't have maybe anything. I will. Yeah. Write it down now so we don't forget. Okay. Um. Okay. So the last thing I wanted to say about the article. So she talks about, again, like having all this you know, thousands and thousands of people message her and that she read everyone. And then she said she was in the grocery store one day and this woman behind her, which also surprised, like you go, you just go to the grocery store. But anyway, she said this woman behind her just bought her a bouquet of flowers. Didn't say anything, just like put it, it with her stuff and, and paid Aww. for it and how touching it was. And she's so at the end, she says, the worst part is knowing there are so many women that won't get these quiet moments of joy from strangers, referring to the flowers. Um, she said, so I beg you to please share your stories and please be kind to those pouring their hearts out. Be kind in general as some won't pour them out at all. And I was just like, yes, this is all good advice. Snaps. Or snap. Snap. Snaps for Chrissy. <laughs> a lot of s's <laughs> snaps okay um before we go to out of the box yes. let's uh remind you <laughs> that this is a podcast that has an instagram at infertile mafia podcast what else um, Sarah? facebook group that's right which is the infertile mafia podcast and i think a lot of people in the group don't realize that it's a podcast <laughs> Oddly enough, even I though podcast right. is in the name. Right. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they oh, just this show up. This is a TTC group and they just put podcast in the name. That's random. <laughs> What's a podcast? 
Because I'll post sometimes in the group, and I swear people are like, what is this? Out. <laughs> Clips from the show. Huh? They're like, who are you? Why are who are posting? these people? <laughs> so Why? we have the Facebook group. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. And there's a linked group called uh, the Bosses and Babies, which you can just get into from the main group. You have to be in the main group to get into the first, the Bosses and Babies. And then... We have a TikTok, Infernal Mafia, and then if you want to email us a story or something funny, it's infernalmafia at gmail.com. We love getting emails from listeners, so do that. We do, and we read them. Tell so. us something funny. <laughs> we haven't had a jerk-off room story in a while. Send us I a know. good jerk-off room story. I have a local news item. Oh, please. Well, share in a moment. Um, okay. Please uh, subscribe if you're not, because that really helps us out. And of course, the ratings and reviews. I know we ask all the time, and it's like annoying when your favorite podcasters ask for ratings and reviews. <laughs> but we got to do it. Please give us a rating and review. It really helps our visibility in the community. Okay. Out of the box. <laughs> 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 no. Oh, this one is so bad. What? A jerk-off okay. room story? <laughs> Kinda. Do should we save it for a No, 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 no. This is not not a nest it's not a jerk-off room story in that sense. Okay. So is this I'm our wondering is this our out of the box right now? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sarah has taken so. over out of the box. <laughs> so I live around some local YouTube celebrities. Uh-huh. Not not really. They have like 50,000 subscribers or something. But um, they are, it's a TTC couple. And I'm wondering if this story happened at their place of business because they're both eye doctors and everyone knows this they're on a billboard like on the road like i see the guy around and he okay. looks miserable all the time oh no just throwing that out there <laughs> like he does not look like he does on youtube he looks like either pissed off or miserable that could just be his face i don't know he has a strong rbf going he he has a strong resting like just unhappy with life face. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, I've seen him around a couple times. I'm like, hey, he's from YouTube. I don't really watch his channel because it's boring as fuck, but <laughs> I mean it's not my cup of tea. Sure. I need I need it to be quick, mm -hmm. get mm -hmm. to the point. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. Like your videos were. You got to the point. And you were funny. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, okay, so things are going crazy here. I live at the Lake of the Ozarks. And this article says, Osage Beach man reportedly masturbated in local eye care center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, okay, ooh, ooh, ah. A 29-year-old Osage Beach man is behind bars after authorities say he masturbated in a local eye care facility and ejaculated on an employee. 
So I wonder if this is going to be YouTube clickbait. (laughs) (laughs) It's very off-brand for them. Really Um, going for that subscriber count. Taking it to new new heights. You gross. Wait, is it wait is it the doctor or someone in their clinic? It doesn't say. (laughs) Okay. What if he was trying to give a sperm sample? Mm, Sometimes these things are time sensitive. I'll I'll tell you what happened. So the guy missed like Bill did. I'm gonna look this guy up on Facebook. (laughs) So whoever reported this says this is so weird. Okay, it says the the guy who did it went to Missouri S and T, which is an engineering college. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened in his life to make it drugs perhaps i don't know anyway so maybe he has a an extreme glasses fetish i don't know and he walked in there and all the glasses he just was overwhelmed okay Okay. the person reportedly stated that the suspect had been sweaty and shaking his his leg oh, no. when oh. the employee uh, when the employee felt wetness on her pants leg no! and asked if Roland had vomited. Well, then the employee <laughs> realized about Roland vomit. had been masturbating well, masturbating and had gotten seminal fluid on her. And then the police say that he admitted to what had occurred. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I masturbated. He did not pull a Bill Clinton. Well, I mean, we're laughing about it, but let's just make one thing perfectly clear. That is absolutely sexual assault. And it's not okay. Let's move on. (laughs) So I don't know what eye care clinic this happened at, but I'm guessing it was theirs. And I don't know. I don't know. know, You'll have to keep your eye on that YouTube channel. And also... uh, a realtor from down here hired a hitman to make her mother-in-law's death look like an accident. So what you're saying is the the TV show Ozark really is mimicking real life down there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she didn't actually, like, it, it didn't happen. They they uh, just recorded her, and they're like, are you sure you want to do this? And oh. she's like, yes, kill her. Like a, like a Tiger King situation. Got, yeah. She got caught on and tape. She, she only paid them fifteen hundred. Like, dummy, hello, fifteen hundred. Yeah, you're get. You feel like that's a deal? You're getting in a police sting right now. Yeah. Why? And also, listen. If you're gonna hire a hitman, you have to make sure nobody's wearing a wire. Don't say anything over the phone. Put nothing in writing. <laughs> Make them strip down. Like, okay, before we talk, take all your clothes off. (laughs) Oh, and she has... And I'll take mine off, too, just so it's not awkward. I'm going to ask you... Or no, maybe we can save this for the next one. Let's see. Oh, and I was going to start drama, a a feud. (gasps) Oh, okay. Yeah, Sarah, tell us about your... Tell us about the drama you're wanting to start. How about you explain how it started? Oh, no. I feel very uncomfortable right now. Uh, you know what? I'm uncomfortable, too. 
Okay, so a certain fertility doctor. Dr. Laura Shaheen. <laughs> we love her. Um, I'm a little mad at her right now. Uh she well i can't you know what i don't know if we can talk about this well we have to speak really cryptically i'm i'm literally just now remembering that she asked not to talk about the thing we're about to talk about well i'm okay i i you don't have to talk about it she included you in a thing that you can't talk about now and yeah, she did go. not include me <laughs> she didn't even ask me so I'm, I'm kind of, my feelings are hurt. <laughs> my feelings are hurt. And now she's on my shit list. <laughs> so expect some drama coming your way, Dr. Laura Shaheen. S- Sarah's putting you on blast. <laughs> You're on blast. <laughs> what am I, chopped liver? Aww. I'm sorry. We're in a fight. And you don't even know about it. <laughs> That's what the you best You know why? Kind. Because you didn't contact me. <laughs> you only contacted Kayla. Here comes the ambulance for Sarah. Wee! <laughs> did you hear that ambulance just go by? Uh, actually, it was a I fire look truck. like James. I look like James Vanderbeek in that <laughs> meme. Yeah. <laughs> Please love me. No, she doesn't love me. She does. I'm not now. I mean, (laughs) you need to cut that out. You should bleep that out. I will. Just bleep it. Okay. (laughs) Just bleep it. So (laughs) that's what's going on. Kayla's trying to stay out of it and be Switzerland. I am. She's in a very... And Dr. Laura, you put her in a very awkward position. (laughs) So not I, only did you piss me off, you put Kayla in an awkward position because she's like, oh, I feel special because she chose me. Okay, I, I said none of me. those things. I said none of those things. <laughs> Kayla has me on the other end being like, why did she only choose you? Did she don't, say why? Don't make me choose. Don't make, I'm, I'm, I don't want mom and dad to fight. Don't make me choose. I love you both. But but I just don't know why. Trust me, Dr. Shaheen, you picked the wrong person because Kayla won't make a big deal about things. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. Uh-oh. It is on. And we'll leave you with that. <laughs> More updates coming soon. Yes, we'll keep you posted. And as always, guys, thanks for joining the infernal mafia. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>